Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 90. And today we're going to answer the question, can you lose weight drinking wine or beer or any other alcoholic beverages? So we're going to get into that. The answer might surprise you, so you definitely want to hang around for it. But first, it's really kind of crazy to me. It's November of 2020, and we're creeping up on the one-year anniversary of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. <laughs> I started this podcast last November, November of 2019, and it's, God, it's just really, I mean, 2020 has been a bizarre year for everyone, but it's really crazy to me. I started this podcast, and I had thought about starting a podcast for years, but I didn't want to start and just stop. If I started, I wanted to commit to it and really do it and give you guys some great content each and every week, but I didn't know if anyone would listen. And I didn't know if anyone would benefit or, you know, if anyone would care to hear what I had to say. <laughs> and so here we are a year later, and there are listeners literally all around the world. And I am honored and thankful and just blessed by it all. And I hope that you are too. But sometimes, just like I wondered back then, is anyone listening? Is anyone really benefiting? I think kind of the same sort sort of things now. I mean, sometimes I pump out episodes and I'm like, man, I really liked, I thought that was, a, you know, really helpful or beneficial episode. I wonder if other people thought that. <laughs> and so that's been one of the great things about asking you guys for reviews. Um, just this past week, here's a quick story. Just this past week, uh, I was, I don't want to say I was having a down day, but my day was winding down and, and, you know, I was, I have a bully in my brain just like you guys have, just like I talk about on the podcast all the time. I have the same thing. We all have a bully in our brain. So I guess the bully was trying to get at me and make me think that, you know, what I was doing wasn't helpful or this podcast wasn't good or whatever. And so I received a notification from this podcast service uh, that sends out emails, and it had told me that there were three new reviews. And I read those reviews, and it was such an incredible blessing to me. It was late in the afternoon, kind of early evening, and it just ended my day. It just totally turned my day around and ended my day on a positive note and sent me to bed with really sweet dreams. So so I want to read a couple of those reviews for you. And ironically, both of these reviews are not just from podcast listeners, but from people who listened to the podcast and then kind of went on to work with me, who took the next step and said, hey, I'm going to see what this is all about. And this is their experience. This is not an advertisement. I'm not trying to, you know, to sell you guys on anything. This is just, I didn't even ask these people individually to post these reviews. I guess they just were listening to the podcast. They heard me asking for, for reviews to get to my goal of 100 and they posted the reviews. So here we go. This is from Gabby7678 in Canada. She said, this podcast will truly change your life. This is me, yes me, posting a review on Apple Podcast. I recently recently listened to episode 81 and you called me out, so here I am. To anyone listening and who listened to episode 81, you may know what I'm talking about. And if not, listen to it and you will know. 
I was a skeptical listener for a little bit. That's what I talked about in episode number 81, skeptical listeners. She said, I was a skeptical listener for a little bit. I really thought no one could be this genuine and that you really could lose weight in this more slow and sustainable way. I thought he was for sure just another weight loss expert in the weight loss world trying to gain money. Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) I decided even though I thought he was just trying to sell something, that I would give the inner circle a six-month shot. If I did six months of it and was in the same predicament I was in today, then I wouldn't go any further. But what was the harm in trying something new? I had already spent thousands of dollars on different supplements, personal trainers, weight loss programs, and would lose some weight, but then just end up bigger than the time before. I thought this was me, that I needed to try harder, that I needed to be perfect, and it just wasn't me. So if you're skeptical or curious, put your faith in Corey because he truly loves what he does and invest his time and his life into this. This is not just about the money, and it's not just another weight loss gimmick that will leave you high and dry at the end. His inner circle has truly changed my life. A month into it, I'm changing the way I think and slowly, yes, slowly changing everything else. I haven't jumped on the scale in four weeks, which is a massive change for me, but my clothes are looser, my brain feels healthier, and my body moves better during exercise. And I'm so glad I chose to put faith in not only Corey, but myself. Sorry for the long story, but as Corey has probably figured out by now, that's just what I do. Oh, oh my gosh, Gabby. I am absolutely honored by your words. And you're, you're right. I do invest my time and my life into this. This is not just a side gig. I, haven't, I didn't get some weekend personal trainer certification three months ago. This is my life and my passion. And, and, and it's my heart's desire to help people do exactly what Gabby did. But Gabby... Oh, your words are beautiful and they touch my heart and I'm so thankful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to share that and to share your story. And I'm so excited and honored to have you as part of the inner circle. Next up, we have, um, here's the thing. I know who Gabby is. I knew who she was from what she wrote and from the name Gabby7678. I don't know who this next person is. I'm sorry when you hear this, when me read this review, I don't know who you are. Their their, uh, username is down 34 pounds. (laughs) They said, I love Corey and his podcast. I was blessed enough to have Corey as my one-on-one nutrition coach. Best decision ever. Within four to five months, I was down 26 pounds. I lost the brain fog. I have tons of energy. And I most importantly was taken off of my high blood pressure meds. This podcast is gold. This man is the rocket scientist of nutrition. Who doesn't have time to take a listen on your drive to and from? Best decision ever. Corey, thank you so much for educating so many of us. Thank you, you mysterious down 34-pound username listener. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time to post that review. Guys, you know, I have a goal to reach 100 reviews So take a couple minutes and post a review, but let's get into this episode. My goodness, those were amazing reviews, and I wanted to share with you guys how much they were a blessing to me and how thankful I am for them and how thankful I am for all of you listeners, but I know you want to answer the question. Can you lose weight drinking wine or beer or any other alcoholic beverage? This was originally a listener question from, gosh, maybe months ago, and if you're out there and you're still listening, thank you for your patience. I'm just now getting to it. I can't remember who asked it. 
But let's get into it. So first, I'm just going to share some little alcohol tidbits, just kind of some science behind alcohol. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what the research shows concerning alcohol in our body. And then I'll get into kind of a practical view of drinking alcohol and how it impacts our you know weight loss success and, and how I encourage my clients and my inner circle to view it. So the alcohol that we consume when we drink beer or wine or whatever, it's, it's ethanol. That is the form of alcohol. That's not the same as like the alcohol that you, you know, rub on an insect bite. That's isopropyl alcohol. It's totally different. So ethanol is what we actually consume and drink. Ethanol contains seven calories per gram. And when we look at all of the different foods and nutrients that we eat, that is only second, or excuse me, that is second highest and it is behind only fat. Fat has nine calories per gram. Ethanol has seven calories per gram. So it's pretty calorically dense. It's pretty high in calories, if you will. It's almost double the calories per gram compared to protein or carbohydrates. They only have four calories per gram. Again, ethanol has seven calories per gram. Now, here's something that's pretty interesting. When you drink alcohol, your liver wants to use it for fuel. It, that is a preferred fuel source. I, I don't want to say preferred fuel source because it makes it sound like your liver wants alcohol. Not necessarily uh, that, but your liver wants to burn it for fuel as soon as possible. Burn it, so to speak, over other things like fat or carbs. <laughs> so instead of using those things for fuel, your liver will go straight to the alcohol, which when we think about it in regards to weight loss, that's probably not a good thing, right? So, you know, in a way it's, we need to understand that alcohol is toxic to the body. The ethanol that you drink isn't really toxic itself, but what it breaks down to inside of your body is toxic. But do I really need to tell you that? <laughs> I mean, think about how you or like someone in general feels after they've had too much to drink. It's like your body is trying to do its best to process and detoxify all of this alcohol that you're pouring into it. But if there's too much, especially if there's too much too soon, your body is overwhelmed and you become inebriated. And then you feel like total crap that night or the next day. You might throw up or you might have a horrible headache or you might just, just feel bad in general. You know why? Because you basically just mildly poisoned yourself. <laughs> now, full disclosure, I don't drink. I don't drink alcohol. I never have. It's just not been my thing. So... I really don't understand the whole, like, let's get drunk process. So I just want to be honest here, okay? I want to have, like I said, full disclosure. But let's get into a little more of the science and the research. Research tells us a few things when it comes to alcohol and being overweight. Number one, adding alcohol to your normal food intake. So like basically drinking with your meal, like, oh, I'm going to have some beer with my dinner or wine with my dinner. That can lead to obesity. Adding alcohol to your normal food intake can lead to obesity. It does increase your chances of obesity. Um, so here's the thing. If you want to drink wine or beer, then you know, okay, uh-oh, I better not just add it to my normal food intake. Well, then I'll cut back on food, right? It makes sense. But that's not a good idea. Number one, you'll get drunk, aka poisoned, <laughs> faster than you normally would. And number two, when you redu intentionally reduce your food intake because you're drinking alcohol, you're more likely to have nutrient deficiencies, which is not good. On top of this, alcohol can impair your judgment. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> and this doesn't just apply to embarrassing comments or like social situations. This impaired judgment can also lead you to carelessly, thoughtlessly eat a lot more 
than what you would normally. So it's a fierce one-two punch toward weight gain. That's not good. Not only does the alcohol cause biochemical things in our body that can lead to weight gain, not only is it extra calories towards weight gain, it also causes us to just carelessly eat more. So it's really kind of a one, two, three punch towards weight gain. Okay, next up, alcohol not only can impair your judgment, it can impair your digestion and it can cause nutrient absorption problems and nutrient deficiencies, even if you don't cut back on food, like I mentioned earlier. I mean, obviously, if you cut back on the amount of food you're consuming, you're more likely, you're not taking in as much food, you're not taking in as many nutrients, you'll have nutrient deficiencies. But it's not just with cutting back on food. Alcohol causes things to happen within your digestive tract that can cause nutrient absorption problems and nutrient deficiencies. Okay, if all of this seems like a boring science class, it's about to get interesting, especially for men. Men, all of you guys out there listening to this podcast, ladies, for those of you listening, you might want to send your husband to this episode. Men, you, hey, pay attention. You ready? Ethanol, the alcohol that we drink, is a testicular toxin. <laughs> now, just to be sure you understand what I'm talking about. When you drink alcohol, you're poisoning your two boys down below, okay? And just in case you're not that sharp, I'm talking about your testicles. And just in case you don't know, your testicles produce testosterone. And just in case you're not familiar with that hormone, testosterone is what makes you feel alive and ambitious and gives you energy and builds muscle and makes you strong and helps keep you lean, that's what testosterone does. And it comes from your testicles. And when you drink ethanol, you're poisoning your testicles. <laughs> Here's a quote from research. Chronic male alcoholics develop an assortment of endocrine disorders. Now, endocrine is just another way of saying hormone, okay? So chronic male alcoholics develop an assortment of hormone disorders, including infertility, Gonadal atrophy, that sounds like a big fancy scientific word. Atrophy means to shrink or reduce in size. Gonadal means testes. So, chronic male alcoholics reduce the size of their testicles. <laughs> Let me read the whole quote again. I'm sorry, I'm getting wrapped up. I just want to make sure you guys are understanding this. Chronic male alcoholics develop an assortment of hormone disorders, including infertility, gonadal atrophy, which is small testicles, and feminization, caused in part by elevated production of estrogens and lowered testosterone levels. Nice! Drink up, boys! <laughs> Y'all go right ahead while I sit over here thinking about how thankful I am that I just never got into drinking and binge drinking and getting drunk. Gosh, oh, thank you, God. Okay, uh, another bit of research. Regularly drinking more than moderate levels of alcohol can increase oxidative stress in your body. Now, what is oxidative stress? Don't worry about that. We're not going to waste our time with the science of that. But increased oxidative stress from drinking too much alcohol leads to liver injury, increased fat synthesis. Nice. Displaced nutrients, a lot of B vitamins that you'll lose. Displaced omega-3 fat. Intake, that is not good, guys. Super important. 
and shrinking muscle tissue. So not only for men do you get shrinking testicles, you're also getting shrinking muscle tissue, and that's for men or women. Now, you might be thinking, but Corey, hold on, wait a minute. You can't fool me with all this negativity. I've read the positive stuff too. I've seen the articles in the research about how wine is really good for you and how it's full of flavonoids and phytonutrients that can extend your life and just they're super healthy. Well, you're right, but you want to know a secret? <laughs> Nearly all of that, re when you dig through all of that and you look at, when you really dig down and look at the research, nearly all of that research was funded. It was paid for by the alcohol industry. <gasps> what? Yes. But that doesn't mean the research is bad. No, no, no. Wine does contain those nutrients. But guess what? You can get all of those same health benefits from eating fruits and vegetables. Oh, <laughs> well, crap. What a buzzkill, huh? I mean, <laughs> literally and figuratively, eating fruits and vegetables for some of you is not nearly as fun as drinking wine or beer, right? <laughs> so the point is, is don't fall for, oh, the wine is so good for me. Yes, it has some health benefits, but eating fruits and vegetables has all of the same health benefits with none of the drawbacks. Okay, so let's get back to the point here. Let's, let me be very clear about something. While alcohol is kind of somewhat poisonous or toxic to the body, and it just, like to me, it just doesn't make sense to intentionally consume a toxin, it's easy for me to say, that's like, uh, like I said earlier, full disclosure, it's not my thing. So that's very easy for me to say because I don't like it. I don't desire it. And also, please understand, nearly all of the terrible effects that I just mentioned, they come from overconsumption of alcohol, not from having one glass of wine a couple of nights each week. That's not what we're talking about here. But the problem with alcohol is kind of the same as the problem with sugar. We're so good at lying to ourselves about how much we truly consume. Because it's not just alcohol that can be evil. Flooding your system with too much refined sugar is just as evil and poisonous to your system overall. But let's pull back from all of this scientific talk and what's evil and good and bad and right and wrong. Let's, let's pull back from all of that and look at alcohol consumption in a broader, more practical way, okay? This is how I classify it with my clients in Inner Circle Coaching Group. It's very simple. Alcohol is just a liquid calorie. We don't demonize any foods or drinks. They're all just parts of different categories, and none are totally off limits. When you make something off limits, unhealthy things happen. It's just not a healthy mindset to have, nor does it lead to long-term weight loss success. So the broad category for beer and wine and any alcoholic beverage is just a liquid calorie. And it is very tough, almost impossible, not impossible, but almost impossible to lose weight while consistently drinking liquid calories, while consistently drinking calories, period. Now, the one exception is a protein shake for a number of different reasons, and it's how, it, how your body responds biochemically and the nutrient that you're consuming. So I'm not talking about a protein shake, but basically everything else. So what do we classify as liquid calories? Well, like I said, almost everything. Soft drinks, coffee drinks, wine, beer, other alcoholic beverages, milk, and yes, juice. Even like the super crazy healthy, 
all organic cure cancer juices. <laughs> all of those things are liquid calories. But why, right? Like, why are liquid calories totally not on our side when it comes to losing weight? Like, Corey, what are you telling me? Like, I, that super healthy, organic, celery, apple, kiwi juice that I shouldn't drink it? Yes, if you're interested in losing weight, that is not working for you. That is what I'm telling you. So let's answer the question why. I'm going to quickly go over four reasons why drinking liquid calories of any sort, including alcohol, will not help you lose weight and it will likely work against you when it comes to losing weight. Number one, usually we don't just drink. We drink while we eat, like I mentioned earlier. Th this actually kind of makes me think of when I'm trying to help young athletes gain weight. We're just looking for any ways to get extra calories in, into their body. So what we'll often do is give them some sort of a weight gain shake while they're eating. So that instead of just drinking water with their meal, they'll sip on a weight gain shake and instantly their calorie intake goes up and they're able to gain weight. This is essentially what you're doing <laughs> if you're drinking soft drinks or milk or wine or beer or whatever. If you're drinking those things with your meal, you're just sneaking in extra calories on top of the food calories that you're already consuming. So reason number one is because we don't just drink, we eat, and it's basically a one-two punch. It's instantly increasing our calories. Reason number two, and this is a real big one, guys. Research shows us that basically your body doesn't recognize liquid calories. They don't fill you up at all. Research was done that shows if you eat 200 calories worth of food, like whole food that you chew up and swallow, versus if you drink 200 calories, the 200 calories that you drink, your stomach and body almost doesn't recognize that. You're not full at all, you're not satisfied, and you're left wanting more food. Whereas the 200 calories of whole food that you eat, it is in incredibly different, a totally different experience for your body. You feel satisfied, you feel satiated, and you're not immediately hungry. So this is really, really big. Basically, the, the bottom line here is that when you drink calories, your body and stomach doesn't recognize it. And so you're left as if you didn't consume any calories. Not a good thing. Next up, reason number three, liquid calories jack with your blood sugar. My friends, it is super hard to lose fat. It is super hard to lose weight when your blood sugar and insulin are all over the place. When your blood sugar goes up, your insulin goes up. And the sharper rise, the, the more insulin is dumped into your system. This is not good. This is one of the primary drivers of low-carb diets. Low-carb diets try to balance out, stabilize, and reduce your blood sugar so that your insulin is lower. And when your insulin is lower, your body is more likely to turn to fat for fuel. That's a very oversimplified explanation, but I don't want to have you on this podcast for an hour today. So when you consume liquid calories, they require zero digestion. They're already liquefied, so they hit your body like rocket fuel, boom, fast, and your blood sugar will skyrocket. It'll go up like a, like a rocket, and then it drops like a rock, <laughs> up like a rocket, down like a rock. And when your blood sugar is all over the place, your insulin's all over the place, and it's, you're not very likely to lose body fat, to lose weight. And then when you're blood sugar is dropping like a rock, that leads us to item number four, reason number four. Liquid calories will probably just leave you hungrier. 
So number one, your body and stomach didn't recognize them at all as calories or food, so you're already going to be hungry. But secondly, just a short period of time after your blood sugar goes up and then it begins to drop like crazy, you start feeling tired or sluggish or you have brain fog and your stomach feels empty and you want to eat, but you just consumed more calories than a normal breakfast. Or a normal meal. And now, hour and a half or two hours later, you're about to eat some real food because you're thinking, man, I haven't eaten hardly anything all day. No, you're right. You haven't eaten anything all day. You drank your meal. <laughs> Maybe you drank two or three meals, especially if you got some super sugary mocha choke of frappuccino latte, whatever, from Starbucks or McDonald's or wherever. So, four big reasons that liquid calories massively work against you when it comes to losing weight. So, can you lose weight while drinking beer or wine or any alcoholic beverage? To get back to our original question, can you lose weight drinking those things? Technically, yes, you can. You can lose weight, you can lose weight doing just about anything if you somehow shift the balance towards weight loss, if you somehow expend more calories than you consume. But let's not stop there. Let's ask another question, a better question. Will drinking beer or wine, or any liquid calories for that matter, make losing weight harder? Uh, yes. <laughs> much, much harder. I would go so far as to say if you drink liquid calories on a regular basis, on a daily basis, then losing weight will be almost impossible. It could happen. You could do it. But the chances are slim. Ha! <laughs> See what I did there? Chances are slim. Sorry. Bad humor. <laughs> so look, my friends, nothing is off limits. You and I and all of my clients, we can eat or drink anything we want. But we have to remember that we get everything that comes with that food or drink. We get everything that comes with that decision. If you have a glass of wine, maybe you feel relaxed and you love the taste and you get that benefit. But you also get some of the drawbacks of the sugar that's in the wine and the alcohol that's present in the wine. If you make a different choice, you get all of the good and the bad that comes with that. Maybe if you eat steamed broccoli and grilled chicken for a meal, maybe it's not as delicious. Maybe it doesn't make you feel relaxed like that glass of wine. But you get all of the amazing nutrients, you get nice stable energy levels, and you take a step towards the weight loss that you want, and you move toward your overall goal. So nothing is off limits. Every decision is a package deal. And you're free to do whatever. Okay, I hope this has been helpful, guys. Uh, let's wrap it up. Quick, super quick reminder. Your reviews are a blessing to me, as long as they're nice. If you hate this podcast, don't post a review. Just go listen to something else. Um, your reviews, I, I'm so super thankful. I have a goal to reach 100 reviews by the end of 2020. I think we're around 65 or 66. We've still got a ways to go. But there are literally thousands of you that listen to this podcast. And if you, you, hey, you, just like Gabby said, it's me. Yes, it's me. <laughs> hey, you, if you will post a review, it will help me get there. It will help us get there. So I'm excited and honored by every, each and every one. Please take just two minutes, maybe 60 seconds to post a review on Apple Podcast. It would truly mean so much to me. Now, let's wrap it up like we always do. There's so much more to you than what you weigh. The scales never tell the whole story. They rarely tell the truth. And you are more than just a number on a little machine that sits in your bathroom. So don't let it dominate your headspace or your emotions. 
and losing weight, it's really all about gaining life and living the life and having the freedom that you've always wanted to. I know you can do it. I know you can. I believe in you 100%, and I want you to believe too. Keep listening. I'll keep working on you, and you'll start believing. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope this was helpful. Much love. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.